this is um this is the eleventh uh podcast on talking about ability with Beth Flick. And we're here to talk with Michelle Michelle Gross is is a guest from uh CU um CUABP, which is uh, um, Citizens United Against Police Brutality, and she's here to talk about a bill that that she's working on with others uh, from the organization, including myself, that is all about um, um, having an alternative to uh having the police uh deal with uh with having the police called uh when it comes to individuals who are going through a mental health crisis being called um, you know especially uh you know when dealing with uh with uh dispatch or at all. Great. Michelle, I know you've been on the show before, but would you like to introduce yourself and um, introduce your topic for the day? You bet. Thank you so much for having me. My name is Michelle Gross, and I am the president of Communities United Against Police Brutality. Um, And the thing I wanted to talk about, you know, last time I was on the show, I talked a little bit about the legislative um, changes we're trying to make particularly um, around um, the uh, addressing of uh, mental health crisis calls. Um, what we know historically from, uh, from the way that mental health crisis calls have been addressed is that police have been the primary responders to those calls, and it doesn't work. We have had just an enormous number of deaths at the hands of police of people who are experiencing mental health crisis calls. In fact, People experiencing mental health crisis are 16 times more likely than any other population to be killed by police. And in our state alone, in Minnesota, um, in a period of time, a three-week period between November and December of 2018, we actually had five people in the state that were killed while in the throes of a mental health crisis, you know, that were killed by police. And so we know that police are the wrong responders for this bill, I mean, for this uh, crisis. So what we've done is we put together a bill. You know, Minnesota's very lucky because we have um, mental health crisis response units, mobile mental health crisis response units that can go to people's homes and so forth. We have one of those units in every single county in this state. And um, the problem is we aren't utilizing them. So the bill that we put into the legislature would require 911 operators to send those calls First, to mobile mental health crisis response units. Make them the primary responders. If it turns out that there's some reason that the police need to be there, those mobile mental health crisis responders can always call the police. Or if there's some talk of a weapon or something like that, then the police and the mobile mental health crisis responders could come as a co-response. But the main thing we we really want to try to do is end police-only responses to mental health crisis calls. So this bill would do that. Um, and, and our bill got heard in the House and it got passed on the House floor, which was great. Um, but the Senate would never let any of our bills, not even this bill, but any of our police accountability bills at all would not let any of our bills be heard. 
And so because the bill was heard on the House side, it became part of what's called an omnibus bill. And an omnibus bill is like a kitchen sink bill. It's all the bills that got passed on one, one chamber that didn't make it into the other chamber, and they can put them all into this omnibus bill. And now um, this omnibus bill only has budget numbers. The House omnibus bill has budget numbers plus our bills in it. So the House and the Senate, because they've got two different bills, they have to go into crisis. I mean, I'm sorry, excuse me. They have to go into conference. I mean, maybe it is a crisis. I don't know. But um, they have to go into a conference and iron out the differences in their bills. So for the last couple of weeks now, the, the conference committee has been meeting back and forth um, about our bills. And the Senate uh, members of the committee still refuse to let our bills have any kind of hearing. So last Thursday, um, we had a, a, a hearing when, because what happens with the conference committee is one day the House controls it, the next day the Senate controls it. So on one of the House days, they held a, um, a bunch of, um, of us who are allowed to testify about our bills. And particularly I testified about the 911, um, you know, crisis response bill. And we had the mother of Travis Jordan who, um, was killed by the Minneapolis police while he was in the throes of a mental health crisis. He was one of those five people that I talked about. Um, basically he was, um, you know, he was, like I said, killed while this was happening. And, and, and because only police, couple of police rookies, showed up, they didn't know what to do. He was in his house. They demanded that he come out and when he came out and stepped out after they demanded he step out and he had a knife in his hand, they just gunned him down. It was horrifying. So she testified, his mother testified, um, on the bill and so forth. And so this was very good. And so we thought that people would understand why um police shouldn't respond to these calls any further. And so the bill basically says that um nine one one operators would refer these calls to the mobile mental health crisis response teams in every county that you know that has them, which is all seventy, all eighty-seven counties in the state of Minnesota, um, and they would do this whenever possible is the wording, and that meant that if it was it wasn't possible because they were in a different location, and they couldn't get to the the family, you know, okay, or if there was um, you know weapons involved or whatever, okay, but otherwise they you know they were supposed to do this. Well, the cops do not like that. So basically, they are actually attempting to water down our bills even further. And so what I want your listeners to understand is that we are in crisis time right now. We really need people to contact their, their legislators and particularly to contact the 10 legislators that are in the House Senate Conference Committee um, and to let them know that they want this bill to be passed without any changes at all. They, we don't need it to be watered down because we already had it where they could respond. Send, um, send mental health crisis responders, but almost none of them were. And so we don't need to be back where the, the a situation that just, you know, is permissive. We need it to be mandatory with exceptions. And so um, that's what I'm basically coming on tonight to ask your folks to do is to please reach out to the legislators. Um, we have a link on our website that you can easily click on that link. You fill out your information and it will send it to all 10 legislators at once. And um, our website is www.cuapb.org, www.cuapb, so that's for Communities United Against Police Brutality, .org. And so if people would just, and it's right on our front page of our website, you just click on that link and 
right away you'll be able to send a message to your legislators, and it's super critical right now because the legislation that legislature is supposed to finish up their business on May 17th. I don't think they're going to be done, but um, we really need to, you know, put pressure on them before May 17th to get people to really, really, um, you know, to get them to take this seriously. So um, I'm going to ask you, your readers, to please take this action right I mean, your listeners, rather, to take this action right away. www.cuapb.org, and just scroll down. You'll see a big um, link that says Take Action This Week, and if you click, you know, on the links that are associated with that, you'll be able to go right to where you can fill out an information one time and send one note to all ten of those um, of those conference committee members all at the very same time. So. We will also put a link to um, the website in the description of the podcast episode as well. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, we can do that. Yes, that'd be awesome because we need people to really take action, and the time is now. We probably got a week to two weeks to get this bill passed, um, Mm -hmm. and we don't want them to water it down. They need to do it in the form that it's in right now. And so if if you're... Listeners would please be so kind as to take care of that. Um, that would be quite awesome. We, we've been reaching out like crazy. We've reached out to over 100,000 people to ask them to take this action, and we need lots and lots of pressure. That's the only thing these legislators understand is for sure. Um, the Senate... Yeah, that's not true. I'm telling you. The Senate members, they're under the thumb of the police, and they need to understand how this is going to improve people's lives and stop worrying about what the police say about it. The police are like, this is a good idea, except we just don't want it to be mandatory. Well, it's not going to work if it's not mandatory because it has been not mandatory all this time and it hasn't worked. So, sorry, but we need this to be mandatory now. So, that's what we're asking for and we need the real deal, not a watered-down version. So, that's that's what we're asking for, folks. So, thank you. All right. Well, thank you so much, Michelle, for bringing this on. Thank you for all of your work. Um, We definitely stand behind this work and want to do all that we can to get the word out. So um, this podcast is one way that we can do that. So I really appreciate you coming on tonight. Beautiful. Thank you so much. stand behind this. Yes, exactly. This is a life-saving. These are life-saving things we're trying to do here. Um, Police are not the ones to be addressing mental health crisis. Too many people get hurt and killed in those encounters, and we have to stop it. So thank you so much. I really appreciate with all my heart for you folks to get this word out and um, get this into the hands of more people. And all the people that are uh, listening, if you take this action, thank you so much for doing it because, again, this is life-changing, life-saving stuff, and I deeply appreciate your willingness to do this. Yeah, I, I mean, I feel that, you know, I stand behind this because I've been in enough of my own crises, situations, you know, and the next time I could lose my life. Exactly. Well, I everybody. Cop, and, and I don't want it. Want I want to prevent that from happening. Well, exactly. And plus, the other thing is, police just really agitate the situation. They don't make it better. Um, it escalates the situation, and they themselves admit that. So we've got to get to the point where we're not relying on police to do this stuff. So 
Um, so that's what we're asking people to there do. There you go. Not to, is to not rely on police and to get them out of the business of responding to mental health crisis calls. The people that we need to respond are mental health professionals and mental health practitioners, not police. Yeah, so, who are qualified to exactly so that, that they kind qualify. of work. Exactly, so that they're qualified. So thank you again so much for your support on this. It, it means the world. It really does. Definitely. Thank you, Michelle. Thank you so much. So um, I guess you'll go on with the rest of your blog now, your uh, podcast, but um, but thanks again for letting me come on here and speak. I appreciate it. Absolutely. All righty, y'all. Take care. You too, Michelle. Mm-hmm. Bye. Bye. Bye.